Welcome to Agents of Nothing, an episode-by-episode recap and analysis from the perspectives of a veteran and a new recruit. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Good morning, Agents of Nothing, and welcome to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. We are your commanding officers. I'm Mariah. And I'm Caroline. And today we're going to be reading and answering your emails. Yeah! (laughs) So, Mariah, how was your week? It's good. I'm a little sick, and I got sent home from work today because headquarters is freaking out that three of my coworkers have COVID. Oh, no. But I'm pretty sure I just have, like, a little head cold. Yeah. Well, I hope that it goes away quick. (laughs) Yeah, I went to the doctor and I got a steroid shot in my butt, so. Cool. Good. (laughs) (laughs) So how was your week? Uh, Mine's been good. I uh, just spent the last day in uh, Dallas. I went to see Soft Cult, which is like a shoegazy grunge type band. Um, And their singer, Mercedes, is actually my piano teacher, so pretty cool. Um, And I got to, like, we went to lunch, or I guess dinner together before the show. And I was like, I was, I was cool because, like, we are friends and, like, we have talked a lot. Like, I know her, um, but also, like, 16-year-old me was like, you're going to dinner with the band. (laughs) (laughs) So it was very cool. (laughs) I had a similar thing um, with the guy that I'm dating is uh, Mm -hmm. in a band. He's a gigging musician. And, um, like, the second or third time I went to one of his gigs, uh, he didn't have time to get me a drink. So I was able to go up to the bar on my own and say, can I have blah, blah, blah on the band tab? Ah! (laughs) <laughs> oh my god and now you're at the at the girlfriend's table yeah so cool <laughs> Ugh. we're just really cool y'all i'm with the band <laughs> we're with the band but yeah i had to like you know i was out till after midnight and then i had to wake up at like 6 30 this morning to drive the three hours back home so that I could get home in time for my uh zoom therapy appointment (laughs) (laughs) so I was like every time I hit traffic I was like no (laughs) but I got back in time it was fine (laughs) that's good that's good so okay let's read these emails because I'm really excited I'm so excited sorry our lag is gonna be terrible I'm very excited too All right, so our first one is from Tally. Um, I hope that I'm saying that right. If if not, send us a pronunciation correction. That goes for everybody in this episode. Yes, yes. (laughs) We're just going to do a blanket apology to everybody that we say your name wrong. Let us know. We will do it right next time. (laughs) Yeah, We, we want to say your names correctly. Anyway, they say, Hi, Mariah and Caroline. My name is Tally. First off, I would just like to say that I love the pod. It's the best part of my week. Me too. I'm so happy I found someone who loves the show so I can feel like I'm not alone. I'm fairly new to the show and fandom. I've just recently finished season three. I can't wait for Caroline to discover all of the crazy stuff that happens in the next couple of seasons. I have a few questions. Why did I make that a run-on sentence? I don't know. (laughs) I can't wait for Caroline to discover all of the crazy stuff that happens in the next couple of seasons. I have a few questions. One, who are each of your favorite characters? I won't ask about least favorite. I know that answer. (laughs) Two, who is each of your favorite relationships on the show? Personally, I love Skye and Coulson. I'm a sucker for the adoptive father-daughter trope. It's a good one. Three. Now that you finished season one, does Caroline have any predictions for season two? Oh, this was... Oops. <laughs> um, we'll talk about season do three. Do you have any predictions for season three? Yeah. Uh, you were on point for a few season one things, and I want to see if you get any season two stuff right. Well, sorry, Tally. We got to your email a little late. Yeah. <laughs> sorry okay. that was so long. I'm just obsessed with the show and overly enthusiastic. Tally. <laughs> P.S. I thought it was important that Caroline know that there is a large portion of the fandom that calls him Grant Worm. Okay, I'll stop now. Bye. 
karma. <laughs> I love that. Tally, you made my day. <laughs> um, I Okay, first of all, nobody ever apologized for sending long emails ever, 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 because it's amazing. <laughs> we love the long emails. Yes. Um, as far as these questions... My favorite character, it was May for a long while, she, but she started pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> I still love her. She's up there. I mean, I feel like probably just from the reactions that I have every time that they're on screen, it would be Fitz. My favorite is, my favorite character is Fitzsimmons. Like, yeah. them together. <laughs> yeah. I know that that's a cop-out. Sorry. I'm not changing it. <laughs> I love that y'all already know who my least favorite is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two. Favorite relationships. Um, I mean, Sky and Coulson is a really good one, of course. Um, Fitzsimmons... Honestly, I think I like Mac and Morse, actually. I feel like I feel like that was <laughs> that was a little unexpected for me as well. But um Yeah, I think I like I like that they're like just friends, um, but they also just have such a healthy respect for each other. Um and it's not like, they just are, are, see each other as total equals, um, and there's no, like, I don't know, it just seems like a, like a pure friendship, you know? There's no, there's no romance involved, there's no, like, um, like, uh, power dynamics in terms of, like, the father-daughter thing, which I, obviously, I love Sky and Coulson, and I love Fitzsimmons, um, but yeah, I, I feel like, them two is similar similar to May and Coulson, except that I think that Mac and Morse are since they're not like each other's boss. I don't know. I like them. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> Who's yours? Um, mine is not a secret. It's very obvious. It's Fitzsimmons. Yeah. All of my answers are Fitzsimmons. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love the other characters on this show. Yeah. But I was tuning in every week for Fitzsimmons. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little babies. I love this show. I love Fitzsimmons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, predictions for season three. Well, okay, so to be transparent, we have watched the first episode of season three. Um, I'm trying to remember what happened in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was last week. Um, I mean, so I'm so far. I love how powerful Sky is, and that everybody's like a little bit afraid of her. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously gonna save Simmons. So prediction number one. Um, I think everybody's gonna go to space this season. That's. That's my, that's my prediction. Everybody's going to go to space and Simmons is going to be fine. <laughs> Should I do an outlandish one? Let me, let me try to think of an outlandish one. Okay. Um, I, I, <laughs> I predict that Hunter is going to kill Ward. I know that's not going to happen, but I want it to so bad. <laughs> Just kill him. Just be done. <laughs> Did I get any of my season two ones correct? I do not remember. <laughs> did I ha did I even have any like real predictions for season two? I don't remember. Let me let me know. I don't <laughs> what know. did I get right in season two? <laughs> yeah, let us let us know if we got things right. <laughs> I'm not going back and listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm busy actually editing and working on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Tally. 
Thank you, Tally. Next up from Libby, our daughter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Libby says, hello, it's Libby from TikTok, I guess. Thanks again for the shout out back in episode 12. You're welcome. I literally got so excited I squealed, <laughs> which was not ideal as it was kind of late in the night. Um, I just wanted to say how much I absolutely love your podcast. I'm really behind on episodes, so I'm not up to date on how you're liking the show, but I'm so excited for season two. Oh, this was not... <laughs> um, it's my personal favorite episode. Er, it's my personal favorite season, both plot and character wise. I could probably talk about just season two for longer than I could the entire show, which is not to say that the rest of the show is bad. It's my favorite show ever. That season just has so much lore and character development packed into it that I can't wait for you to talk about it. You will probably be receiving a much, much longer email from me at some point during season two. Again, I love the podcast so much and I can't wait to hear all and I can't wait to hear about all the post content content to come. <laughs> oh, Libby. I love you, Libby. <laughs> You're right though, there was she so did much email us again. Okay, good. Yeah, there was so much in season two. I where did we start? The start of season two was the end of uh, the original Shield, right? Was when it was, or was that the end of season one? No, that was the end of season one. The start of season two was. Oh God! <laughs> so much happened. I don't even remember what happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, we met Sky's dad. Or was that also season one? No, that that was season two. That yeah. Okay. Aww. At the end of season one, they like teased him. Okay. Okay. They teased him. They teased. It was him. very mean. <laughs> Aw, Cal, he was only here for one season. Yeah. And we went from hating him to loving him. Yeah. Now he's one of, now wow. he's my favorite character. You heard it here first. <laughs> he was a good one. Very, very compelling. I loved that. His whole arc. I can hear myself in your headphones again. You gotta start wearing earplugs to concerts. I, okay. <laughs> My volume is so far down, it just, it's fucking the old ass Apple <laughs> headphones. <laughs> because my other one's broke. Um, anyway. Well, thank you, Libby. We love you. You're the best. Thank you, Libby. All right, the next one is from Eva. Hey again. Eva. I completely forgot. Oh, I think Eva emailed us in season one. So this oh, okay. is okay. The, the piggyback off of that. Hey again. <laughs> I completely forgot to send an email with some facts I found interesting about the first season of the show. I love listening to your podcast, and it's so nice to have a weekly virtual vent session with you guys. One, Elizabeth and Ian were cast together, and their screen test was the scene from the bottom of the ocean in Beginning of the End. We knew that. Yeah. Two, Brett and Chloe screen tested together. Brett had already been cast, and they tested two skies with Brett before hiring Chloe after that audition. Ooh. Three, Agent May's original name was Rice, but there was no written ethnicity for her. But there was no written ethnicity for her. When they hired Ming, they changed it because she was Asian. Cool. Interesting. Four, Chloe originally read for Simmons. She also had six callbacks before she got the part of Skye. She was the last part to be cast. Wow. I... I couldn't even imagine Chloe as Simmons, honestly. 
Elizabeth is just so perfect for that it. That must... Yeah. Elizabeth is, is the perfect Simmons, and, and Chloe's the perfect Sky slash Daisy. Yeah. Like. Definitely. I mean, like, I they're both very talented. They probably could switch at some point. They just are... <laughs> they're so perfect. <laughs> Uh, five. Brett didn't know Ward was Hydra until one sixteen. The cast found out during the table read of one eighteen. They purposefully left the final scene of Ward's betrayal out of the one seventeen script so that no one but Brett knew before the filming of the next episode. Oh my god, he had to keep the secret from them for two episodes? <laughs> wow. That's like for, for two or three weeks. Could you keep a secret yeah. for two or three weeks? I couldn't. <laughs> I don't know, man. Depends on how much they were paying me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that marble money. I'll keep your secret. <laughs> I'll do a really bad job of it, but I'll keep it. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> like me. I can't yeah. tell you that. <laughs> Six. Fitz and Simmons were partly based off of the Malloy brothers from Ocean's Eleven in the beginning of the series. I don't know I that I never reference. saw Ocean's Eleven, so I will Me I'll trust you neither. on that one. <laughs> And seven, Elizabeth Hinstridge's audition was reportedly a disaster. She read twice and got every line of dialogue wrong. However, they brought her back to read with Ian, and their chemistry got them the parts. Wow. I can't believe it. That's crazy. (laughs) That's like what we were talking about in the Captain America episode, where, like, Chris Evans uh, turned it down, like, four times. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Sometimes they just know. Wow. Like they're like this person yeah. is this is this role. <laughs> maybe maybe she got it wrong in just the perfect way. Maybe like her being flustered or whatever, they were like, Oh no, actually that's perfect. Yeah. Maybe so. That would track. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks, Eva. I loved these fun facts. Yeah, you're going to take my job. (laughs) Okay, next up from Lena. Hey, I have already written you an email in which, among other things, it was about the age of Sky. Oh, about Sky's age. (laughs) I was thinking, like, age of Ultron, but, like, age of Sky. I was like, what? heard about that one? I was like, is that like the name of a plot line or something? (laughs) Uh, That's what they call it. That's what they call when she was Sky. And then afterwards they started calling her Daisy and that's the age of Daisy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am currently watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. again and noticed that I wrote something wrong in my last email. The episode I was talking about was the one where Skye learned the truth about her past. Coulson is the one who tells her the story, and he starts with 24 years ago. You guys were wondering if this lines up with her age in the coming seasons. In season two, it's mentioned that Skye is 26, but I wrote 25. Ultimately, however, it doesn't make much difference because that still makes sense with the storyline. Spoilers from season two ahead here. Um, we're good. We, I watched season two. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Um, <laughs> Sky was born in 1988. In season two, you learn that Jiaying got experimented on by Whitehall in 1989, and at the same time, Shield rescued Sky. 24 years later, Sky learns the truth about Sky learns about the truth from Coulson, at least the stuff that Shield knows. And a year later, she meets her mother and father. Um, so yeah, this email was way too long. No, it wasn't. Um, just because I wrote 25 and not 26, but whatever. Bye. P.S. I enjoy your podcast so much. Please never stop. (laughs) 
Okay. Thank you, Lena. <laughs> Thanks. I love I love correcting yourself. We love accountability around here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, maybe maybe you were right because didn't she learned that she was a year older than she originally thought, right? Yeah. Wasn't that something that happened? So yeah. both of yeah. these ages can be correct. <laughs> yeah, because to be fair, in season two, right before she learns that she's 26... The episode that she learns that she's 26, she says that she's 25. So. Yeah. It's a mistake anyone could have made, Lena. You're good, Lena. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. We appreciate you. (laughs) Thank you. All right, next up is from Lucas. Hey, Lucas, what's up? (laughs) Oh, Lucas always sends, like, in-depth emails. Yes, he has a whole Google Doc with a timeline on this one. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Wow. Spoilers for Lucas's email. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Caroline and Mariah. Welcome to Season 2 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The podcast keeps getting better and better, and I'm so excited for everything the show has left in store. I'm reaching out to share a very Aww. nerdy project of mine that might be of interest to you. Over lockdown, I became unreasonably interested in the MCU's timeline. I've created a calendar which outlines when every film and TV show takes place in-universe. It's currently a 62-page Google Doc spanning every piece of MCU content released between September 2013 and November 2021, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s pilot to the first episode of Hawkeye. I haven't kept up with much of Phase 4 content in the last year, in part because the current timeline is very ambiguous. I've just compiled information from the wiki where people much smarter than me have done the hard work of calculating exact dates. (laughs) Since you're starting to discuss the other Marvel movies, I thought you might find it interesting to see where they fall in relation to the AOS timeline, even though they don't all have clear connections. For example, the first Guardians of the Galaxy takes place in between AOS 202, Heavy is the Head, and 203, Making Friends and Influencing People. And then Guardians Volume 2 takes place before 204, Face My Enemy. Wow. He got really in depth. I didn't realize the the first and second Guardians of the Galaxy were that back-to-back. Yeah. At least, like, timeline-wise. Crazy. Anyway. Right. I also find it fascinating how much time passes in the first few episodes of Season 2. Season 1 ends on January 18th, 2014, and 201 takes place between May 30th and June 1st. So for, so for our agents, four months have passed. After 202, there's a big time jump again from June 3rd to September 19th for 203. The first six episodes wow. of the season span nine months. Wow. Wow. This information is relatively useless, but I find it fascinating to see the unintentional overlaps and to see what significant dates in my life appear in the MCU. Keep up the great work. This is the kind of, this is the kind of useless information that I want. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Send us more of this. I'm not going to look at it yet. I'm not going to look at it yet in case of spoilers. I'm going to let you look at it first. Um, But Wow. You keep up the great work, Lucas. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're working harder than we do over here. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Amazing. Should we, like... I guess we can ask him if he wants us to share that with with other people, because I feel like that would be a really fun thing for, like, maybe subscribers to see or something. Yeah, Lucas, if you want us to share that uh, Google Doc with other people, just, like, tweet us the link, and we'll retweet you. Yeah. Yeah, that seems really cool, and I'm quite sure other people would want to be in on that, too. That's that's amazing. (laughs) Okay, next up, from Crystal. They say... I just finished listening to the Heavy is the Head episode and S.H.I.E.L.D. agents get paid. Oh, good. Thank you for letting us know. (laughs) (laughs) There are going to be spoilers here and there to try and back it up. 
it being basically nothing, <laughs> just in case Caroline has access to the email. Um, I do technically have the the password to the email, but in order to get in, I would have to like do the two-factor authentication where it sends a text to Mariah's phone, and so I don't ever go on the email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, and it's honestly just safer, spoiler-wise, for yeah. me to have access to the email. Um, yeah. But yeah, any anything that I put in here, I know that I I've I've screened it for Caroline. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, assuming that the payment is the same as it is in season six, agents do have a salary, as stated by Daisy and Mac in Leap, if my memory is correct. And from a throwaway line in season four, Colson received quote anonymous unlimited funding. <laughs> Which could be assumed not just to build billion-dollar airplanes, but also to pay S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Who? Who's doing that? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a secret organization, and he just has anonymous, unlimited funding? Is it from... I feel like it's from Tony. That's my guess. Although the answer's never been clear as to who funded S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. <laughs> Literally just keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> if I had just looked at the next line. <laughs> Although the answer's never been clear as to who funded S.H.I.E.L.D. during season two and further seasons, apart from season four in the first place. Um, there's a quote... Our budget hinges on the UN and the Sokovia Accords and on impressing the House Appropriations Committee. Hints that these benefactors may not have been the same ones that aided Coulson. And I doubt they would come from the government either since S.H.I.E.L.D., quote, the agency was disavowed. Oh, since S.H.I.E.L.D., the agency was disavowed following the battle at the Triskelion. It seems whoever is funding S.H.I.E.L.D. has an affiliation with Coulson, which leads to the theory the funding came from the toolbox that Nick may, that Nick may have added in the event. Um, additionally, Mac had the toolbox, and he never seemed to have problems. Mac had the toolbox. Oh, I figured that, that would just be like... Yeah, that's later, but it's like okay. a non-sequitur enough that it's not a spoiler because you don't know why Mac has the toolbox. Okay. All right. Mac has the toolbox at some point. <laughs> <clears throat> Additionally, Mac had the toolbox and he never seemed to have problems with money either. Um, although at this point they most likely received money from the black budget and other benefactors as they're not on the run anymore. Though I'm not sure where Nick would gain that kind of money from, the source must be as mysterious as he is. Another possible answer could be Stark Industries. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Maria Hill could have taken money from Stark Industries to help, though I'm not sure if Pepper would let that slide if she ever knew someone was taking money from the business and possibly ruin the company's reputation if anyone else knew, since S.H.I.E.L.D. was an unofficial spy organization at this point. Although she's still working for Nick Fury after the battle at the Triskelion um, and seems to be on good terms with Pepper, so I wouldn't say it's too out of the box for that to happen. So maybe this helps, maybe this doesn't. I think it's funny, uh, this was longer than my previous email and I apologized for it being so long, but it was fun going down a rabbit hole to try and figure this out with very scarce evidence, Crystal. You did a great job, Crystal, and I'm really... <laughs> great job. I'm thankful. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you could tell, this but I was really worried about This is the kind of stuff that we want to know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thanks, Crystal. Appreciate you. This is the kind of stuff that, like, I wish I had the time to go down these rabbit holes, um, but I yeah. don't. So, <laughs> thank you for going down these rabbit holes for me. Yes. <laughs> this is what... This is what listeners are for really is to do the work that we don't have time for <laughs> that's what's so fun about these email episodes honestly yeah anyway yes. thank you crystal so please keep them coming so our next one is from katie 
Hi, Mariah and Caroline. In this episode, you discussed Boy Scouts in the UK, and I thought it might be interesting to mention that I'm actually part of the Scouts. Nowadays, our Boy Scouts allow girls. I'm not sure for how long, but I've been going for nearly 12 years, so at least that long. However, we still have girl guides, which I believe exclusively allow girls. I feel like this is interesting and wonder your opinions on the fact that scouts have become gender indiscriminate, yet the guides still only allow girls. Hmm. That is interesting. I feel like that reminds me of a Parks and Rec episode. (laughs) So I feel like, in my opinion, it's the same as, um, like scholarships that only um scholarships that only go to BIPOC people you hear a lot of um usually racist white people saying like oh if it were only going to white people that that would be a problem but because it only goes to black people yeah um so it's in in my opinion it's kind of like the same deal as that like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense that the the scouts would include girls, but the girl guides wouldn't include boys because the girl guides is just for girls, and they are the like the girl guides had to emerge because they were being excluded from the boy scouts. Yeah, the boy scouts were the ones excluding in the first place. And so it makes sense for for them to remedy that situation by being the ones who start to include everyone. Yeah. To be clear, those scholarships happened because the scholarships were only going to white people. Yeah. It was the same thing. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Um, I'm also quite intrigued about the American Boy Scout system. Do they allow girls now, or is it still separated? And whether it works the same is in the UK, where we have beavers, aged 6 to 8, cubs, aged 8 to 10, scouts, aged 10 to 14, and explorers, aged 14 to 18, or whether it's just one big <laughs> age range. Okay, I know that, um, I definitely know that they have, like, cubs, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if they're, for Boy Scouts, if there's anything younger than Cubs, um, but it, uh, it's Cubs, um, something, I know that there's, like, the top level is, like, an Eagle Scout, I don't know, my boyfriend was in Boy Scouts for most of his life, so I could probably ask him, (laughs) um, but I know in... Girl Scouts, it was um, daisies would be that six to eight range or even younger um, because that was like kindergarten. So it's daisies and then brownies and then um, junior scouts and senior scouts. And senior scouts was like into high school. So the Boy Scouts of America do allow uh do allow girls now oh cool they transitioned to scouts bsa in 2019 opening the door to girls between the ages of 11 to 17 and then uh the main scouting divisions are cub scouting for ages 5 to 11 scouts for ages 10 to 18 venturing for ages 14 through 21 and sea scouts for ages 14 through 21. What? Can you, like... <laughs> you can choose? Can you, like... Is it, like, the Army and the Navy? <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be, actually. <laughs> I'm crying. That's so Wait, funny. So, <laughs> so they don't... So they don't have Eagle Scouts anymore? Is that not a thing? Level Boy Scouts. Scouts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait. No. Hold up. (laughs) This is so confusing for no reason. 
Okay, so... Okay, so I guess they don't have cubs anymore. I don't know. This is so confusing for no reason. I'm sorry that the <laughs> Boy Scouts of America are so confusing. Uh, <laughs> I didn't expect Katie, to go down this rabbit hole. Don't even sorry, worry Katie. about what we're doing over here. <laughs> just, so this one says Scout, I'm sure, I'm sure y'all second haven't class, <laughs> star, eagle, tenderfoot, first class, life. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, Eagle Scout is the ranking, not the age group. That makes more sense. Okay, Uh, okay, I get it now. Okay, okay, okay. You have to, like... (laughs) Now it's, like, You have to, like, like earn a certain number of pins. (laughs) Yeah. We always have to make things complicated, don't we? We do. Okay, anyway. Anyway, let's go back to Katie. (laughs) I'm currently an explorer and will have to leave in April when I turn 18, but I've got to say the experiences it has brought have been insane. Sorry for the rambling. I think I got a bit sidetracked. I'm a massive fan of your podcast as it brings me a lot of joy, and I'm so grateful that you're talking about my favorite show where I have found out many amazing fun facts that I didn't know before. Aww. Aww. Wish you all the best and hope you have a great day, Katie. We love you, Thank Katie. Thank you, Katie. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, keep being an, exco- an explorer, I guess. <laughs> have fun. Yeah. Uh, until oh, until you April, turn 18. Wait, so they just, they go strictly by age, not by like, because in America it's more about um, like what grade you're in really in school hmm. so they're, they're like your birthday passed bye oh <laughs> <laughs> well i hope you have a big party that sounds like a like a really big accomplishment for you yeah okay next up from diana hi heard you needed a translation for the spanish-speaking parts <laughs> Thank you. And since I'm from Mexico, I thought I'd share. Um, So this is from when May was, um, like, seducing the... Who was it? It was like a... Um, It was the guy that had the painting. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I can picture it. I just couldn't remember who it was. Um... May says, I'm all about giving. I think it's better to give than to receive. Don't you agree? (laughs) And the the man says, oh, I agree. You're my type of woman. (laughs) Disagree. I disagree. (laughs) It's way better to receive. (laughs) (laughs) um so diana says yuck (laughs) and another thing i'm not gonna say oh and another thing i'm not gonna say i should have realized i was a lesbian after watching the may on may fight at the ripe age of 12 but i should have realized something (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty good it was pretty good (laughs) <laughs> pretty good pretty good thank you diana i wish that you were there to translate all of the parts that i that i don't know <laughs> yes that was very uh very helpful in in you know <laughs> deciphering that scene yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it puts it in a whole new light it sure does <laughs> it's so dirty for real that was like this is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Diana. Thanks, Diana. So our next one is from Ivy. Hi, I don't know how busy your inbox is, so I hope you see this. My name is Ivy, as you could probably tell from my email address, my attempt at being funny. <laughs> it was very funny, Ivy. I just wanted to say hi. I love the pod so, so much, and it has uncovered my love for AOS that I had forgotten about. 
Aww. I found the podcast four days ago, and I and have been. <laughs> I found the podcast four days ago and have been binge listening to it, which has been kind of hard with school, but it's worth it. I'm 14 and started watching AOS after my dad sat down with me and watched all the Marvel movies in order with me, which I will forever be grateful for during quarantine and lockdown. Aww. It brought me so much joy, and this podcast makes me absolutely giddy half the time. Aww. <laughs> That's so I've taken to listening to it when I'm coloring in my super kitty coloring book. <clears throat> Season four is my <sighs> personal favorite, and it will be so, so fun when you guys get there. Also, you guys should try to get Hinstridge on the pod. Girl, we're trying. <laughs> Agree. Agree. <laughs> Especially for one of the more Simmons episodes, like the one in season three. Mariah, you know which one I'm talking about. I know which one you're talking about. Yes. And that, I mean, that would be a dream, but... Everybody guys, tweet everybody her. Cyberbully, everybody cyberbully Elizabeth Hinstridge is coming on our podcast. <laughs> Well, all of her, all of her, um, mentions are just going to be like, come on the pod. Come on the pod. That'll be the hashtag. <laughs> come on the pod. <laughs> also, I have a show suggestion. The show is called Legends of Tomorrow, and I love it almost as much as I love AOS. It takes at least the season to take off, but it's so fun and wacky if you're willing to wait a season-ish. Okay. Uh, and then, she, then it says, spoilers below. Mariah, I can't wait for Caroline to see the power reveal in 210. Also, I apologize if I spelled any of the names wrong. I cannot spell. You're totally fine. It's okay. We understand. From Ivy, a fellow agent of nothing. Aww. Now for the post-content content. content. Why are the women of S.H.I.E.L.D. so fucking attractive? <laughs> Truly. Every single one of them. Chip agrees. Yes. Chip is crying. They're so beautiful. <laughs> um, but yes, that power re- reveal was really fucking cool. It was amazing. Well, thank you, Ivy. Thanks, Ivy. Also, like, don't be listening to us at school. <laughs> be in class. Do your homework and stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> To, to all of our our listeners who are still in school, please pay attention in school, stay in school, do well. All that. We're rooting for you. You're doing great. Listen to us on the bus or the ride home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you, Ivy. Um, next one. From Mike. Finally, a podcast I can get behind and talk about and that talks about one of my favorite subjects. I started listening to The Pod about two weeks ago and just caught up to the last episode. Y'all are really binging this. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's Um, so flattering. (laughs) I'm so glad you like it. Uh, the series was great and I miss it. I'm hoping that Disney plus will take a hint and do a continuation of the series, but I'm not holding my breath. I have so much to say, but a very limited memory. Us too. (laughs) (laughs) I'll write them down for my next email. Just wanted to say that I love the pod and can't wait to continue listening. Keep up the good work, Mariah and Caroline, and please don't stop the post content content horn. <laughs> That's my favorite part of every episode too. <laughs> and I promise we will never stop. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right, our next one is from Aaliyah. Okay, hi. Um, my name is Aaliyah. I love your podcast so much, and y'all, like my hands are shaking. I love your podcast so much, and y'all. Like, my hands are shaking as I type this on my phone. Aww. (laughs) Seriously, I just wanted to tell you guys how much I love you and your podcast. I listen every day. I just finished Scars, and I'm catching up on the movie ones. I subscribe to y'all on Anchor, by the way, and set up the Zoom episodes while I do my homework on my little Shield logo pop socket. Aww. Aww. Amazing. 
I have so much to say, so sorry if this gets a little long. Don't apologize. We love the long emails. Please. So first, I love all of your Taylor Swift references and stuff. I love her, so all of the references are amazing. Caroline, <laughs> this is like directed at you. As I wrote that, I listened to your Ward POV song. It was so good. You are so talented. Ah, thank you. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> I will have more songs coming out this year, so. Yay! Sorry. I can't wait for you guys to see and cover some of my favorite episodes and movies and to hear Caroline's reaction to some of the later episodes. Also, when we still had Ward here, I loved y'all bashing Ward and can't wait for your reactions to later <laughs> villains. So you guys mentioned making merch once and I fixated on that and made some sketches of stuff that I would sell my soul for. I'm going to put the photo here if you want to see them. Once again, y'all are so great and I love you guys and the show so much. I forgot to include Oh my that. god, where's the picture? I'm going to bring it up. Hold up. Put it in Put it in the drive. I want to see it so bad. Okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to load. Only Aaliyah will know because she'll be watching the Zoom call. But nobody else will know. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> hey, Aaliyah. <laughs> Get back to your homework. Yeah, do your homework. <laughs> Can't wait to cut all this out later. Right. <laughs> It'll be like a solid two minutes of just like clicking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it is uploading. I see it. <laughs> Content warning human meat. <laughs> Thank you for reminding us about that one, Aaliyah. That's. <laughs> I'm definitely going to make a sticker. What is that one? Is that ex experimentation requires experiments? Did we say yes. that? <laughs> well, apparently we did. <laughs> um, I am likely going to try and make stickers of all of these things, Aaliyah. Um, so thank you for the ideas. Absolutely. Um, Thanks and for reminding us of our own inside jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. We have such terrible memories. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you so much, Aaliyah. These are amazing. <laughs> thank you, Aaliyah. Okay. So, from Libby again. Hi guys, it's Libby. I don't know if I'm too late. Um, if I am, that's totally fine. You weren't. I just want to once again express my love for this podcast. Thank you for all the interactions on Twitter and even on the show. I'm glad you liked the art that I made. Um, it was really awesome to know you two had seen it. For anybody who doesn't know, um, Libby made us little um, shield ID badges um, and they were very cute. <laughs> they were very cute. I really appreciate what you guys have built, and I can't wait to see, or I guess hear, what's to come. Because season three, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, with season two coming to a close, I'd be curious to hear where Caroline thinks the show is going next. I know it's kind of hard to guess. Also, do you two have a favorite character as of season two? This is my favorite season, and it really fascinates me how the writers uh, built up to Sky's big reveal. I always think back to that one line where Mike says, this is an origin story. He was talking about himself, but really it was for Sky. Stop. So have you got a favorite season between one and two? <clears throat> Whoa. Hold up. First of all, favorite character. Oh no. First, where do I think the show is going next? Uh, I, I kind of said it earlier, but, um, to space, to space. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. I, that's what I, yeah, I was going to say that again. Of course. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're going to space and it's going to be great. <laughs> Maybe Elon Musk is funding them. We don't know. I don't think he's a good enough person to do that, but no favorite character. We already said that as well. Fitz. Um, Fitzsimmons. For me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, 
Mike's This Is An Origin Story being about Sky too, is fucking insane. I can't believe you put that together. I never would have put that together. Amazing. You guys Amazing. are so smart. <laughs> A favorite season between one and two. I mean, I feel... I think... I think just in terms of, like, the plot lines, season two is fantastic. Um, but season one, it was just so much fun to hate Ward. <laughs> <laughs> I just had so much fun. Um, yeah. So. Both, but for different reasons. Yeah. Do you have know. a favorite between one and two? I don't know that I could choose. I I think the same as you. Um, I yeah. know that, like, we're both choosing that cop-out answer, but... <laughs> <laughs> both seasons, I really, like... Both seasons have had such huge reveals that I've been, like, waiting, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like going forward, there's not really as many huge reveals that I'm like so excited for Caroline to get to not that I'm not excited but like <laughs> yeah it's not like a specific moment that you're waiting for yeah <clears throat> that makes sense well and I also feel like season one is so necessary for season two um since we couldn't even figure out like what the actual starting point of season two was because they just blend so well um they i think yeah they're so necessary for each other you know yeah they're really just like building this world yeah. that is going to be like the reality for the rest of this show <laughs> well, well thanks libby thank love you ya. libby we love you all right so this is from lucas again and this is our last email, so... Ooh. Hi, Mariah and Caroline. Congrats on making it to the end of season two. It's <laughs> one of my favorite seasons, and I think it only gets better on rewatch. Simmons' time at Hydra is so stressful, but I love seeing her no. grow into a competent spy. Bobby's introduction in A Hen in the Wolf House is Chef's Kiss. <laughs> Jaying and Cal pay off the mystery of Sky's origin from 084 with an interesting and tragic story. I am so sad to bid farewell to Reyna. Ruth Nega was truly such a joy to watch on this show. Truly. Truly. You asked in your episode on SOS Part 2 whether or not you should watch Inhumans, and for me, the short answer is no. <laughs> the long answer is, unless you're dead set on watching every piece of MCU content, it is not worth it. It had a choppy development behind the scenes, originally devised as a film, and then adapted to an ABC miniseries, but they still released the premiere in IMAX cinemas. It's widely regarded as the worst piece of MCU content, with severe budget limitations and generally poor writing. It has a few bright spots, but I think it is best left to be forgotten. Now I have to watch it, because you told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> As a certified Bobby stan, I have always loved her arc at the end of season two and was surprised that you both disliked it so much. It definitely <laughs> occupies a relatively self-contained corner of the finale, but the stakes feel personal and her sacrifice of taking the shot to save Hunter is so emotional. The torture is absolutely awful and I've had that scene burned on the back of my eyelids since it aired eight years ago. But when she rips the needles out and stabs Ward in the neck with them, fuck yes. Mm -hmm. I think the stunt choreo is so well done, and then May's outsmarting of Ward and Kara is so damn satisfying. I mean, yeah, like, okay, they put it in there, so obviously there are going to be good parts in it, and so I yeah, I can appreciate what each character was doing. There we were just, bright moments in it, but, like, yeah. just, like, as a whole... We could have had those bright moments in a different arc, you know? Yeah, it just felt like... <laughs> It was, I don't know, it just, it just felt very, like, sudden and random, like. Yeah. And also, like, Bobby is such a strong, um, 
like fierce character that it felt not that it felt weird for her to be like soft because part of what makes her strong is that she is very emotionally intelligent and is able to like um be empathetic and understanding of other people and um but I don't know to have her go back to it it's that she went back to a shitty relationship that they both agreed was shitty that's that's what it was for yeah. me I love Bobby. Don't get me wrong. I love Bobby. Yeah. I just, I hate her and Hunter together, and I hate that random ass storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Season three is so good. Who am I kidding? They're all great, and I can't wait to revisit it with y'all. Aww. Also, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Eras tour. As an international uh, Swifty, I'm dying for her to release the non-US shows. All the best, <laughs> Lucas. Okay, we have just so many thoughts about the Eras tour. So um, many thoughts. Whew, where to start? Where to start? Where do you Vigilante want to start? Vigilante shit. Vigilante shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, okay, spoilers for the Eras tour. If you want to avoid spoilers, the email episode is done with. You can turn it off now. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Bye, we're love done. you. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so vigilante shit. Holy shit. I, oh, my the, God. The chair, the... Whew. Whew. <laughs> Her starting, her opening with Miss Americana. I did not see that coming. Incredible. I didn't either, but starting it out with it's been a long time coming, it's you and me. Ugh. Genius. Genius. (laughs) Genius. I I love that she was like, she was like, I hear (laughs) I hear all of you and all of your suggestions and also... No. (laughs) (laughs) And her talking about Evermore. (laughs) That was my favorite, actually. I think that's been my favorite thing. Um, I am so sad that Debut is not part of the permanent set list whatsoever. (laughs) I know. uh, As someone who has been a Swifty since Debut, it's hard. It's rough. It's rough out here. <laughs> Ugh. Can you imagine if she played, like, I'm only me when I'm with you? Or, like, tied together with a smile? God. I'm just hoping that at our show, at least one of the surprise songs is from debut. Like, it it has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, she has to do at least Nashville. one. It, it's yeah. in Nashville. Right. I want for our surprise songs to be at least one from debut and the other one to be long live. I feel like that is wishful thinking on my part, but I'm going to manifest it. I feel like (laughs) she's either going to play long live at night one of Nashville or night three of Nashville. And we are night two. Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) We're kind of like uh, the redheaded stepchild of Nashville shows. Literally. <laughs> but we're still going to be in Nashville, so it's going to be great. Yes. I had a dream, actually, the other night about um, about the part where she, like, dives into the stage and people <laughs> being like, oh, my God, she's swimming to the other end. Like, first of all, be serious. <laughs> <laughs> And, but, um, so I had a dream where she actually did, like, there was, like, an overhead view of it, and there was actually water (laughs) under the stage, and I was like, what? Like, on the catwalk, it shows, like, her. Yeah. Like, swimming. Yeah, but I mean, I know she's not actually swimming under the stage. (laughs) Yeah. It's it was a very nice touch and I'm really <sighs> the visuals that's what's yes. insane to me. 
Yeah. I'm I'm happy that we have the seats that we have because I think we're in the perfect spot where it's kind of at an angle to the stage so we can see everything and not really have our view obstructed. Yeah, especially because we're at the front of the balcony. Like, we're in the first row of that balcony. Yes. So, I'm very happy about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, if y'all are in... If y'all are going to be at day two of uh, the Nashville show, let us know. Tweet us. Say hi. Yeah. We'll be there. I'll be... I'll show my costume later. Mariah has already um, posted some of her costume. Yeah, I'm waiting for the sequin jacket. Yeah. But I'll show mine. I'll show mine eventually once I once I finish it. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting so close. I know. I know. It's crazy. Okay, let's let's end this. All right. <laughs> well, that concludes our email episode. Thank y'all so we much. We are going to take a week off. And then we will come back for season three. Yes. Thank you all so much for all of your emails. Please keep them coming. This is, it's, I look forward to this at the end of all the seasons. It's so fun. Yeah, me too. And also bully Elizabeth Henstridge into coming on the pod. And everybody else. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye, love you. (laughs)